What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director at our New Vision Buchanan campus, and today I'm honored to continue our study of the book of Judges together. And we are in chapter 9, and we'll be reading the whole chapter together from the English Standard Version. And it says this, Now Abimelech, the son of Yerubbaal, went to Shechem to his mother's relatives and said to them and to the whole clan of his mother's family, Say in the ears of all the leaders of Shechem, Which is better for you, that all 70 of the sons of Yerubbaal rule over you, or that one rule over you? Remember also that I am your bone and flesh. And his mother's relatives spoke all these words on his behalf in the ears of all the leaders of Shechem. And their hearts inclined to follow Abimelech, for they said, He is our brother. And they gave him seventy pieces of silver out of the house of Baal Berith, which Abimelech hired worthless and reckless fellows who followed him. And he went to his father's house at Ophrah and killed his brothers, the sons of Yerubbaal, seventy men on one stone. But Yotham, the youngest son of Yerubbaal, was left, for he hid himself. And all the leaders of Shechem came together, and all Beth Milo, and they went and made Abimelech king by the oak of the pillar at Shechem. When it was told to Yotham, he went and stood up on top of Mount Gerizim and cried out and said to them, Listen to me, you leaders of Shechem, that God may listen to you. The trees once went out to anoint a king over them, and they said to the olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree said to them, Shall I leave my abundance by which gods and men are honored and go hold sway over the trees? And the tree said to the fig tree, You come and reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, Shall I leave my sweetness and my good fruit and go hold sway over the trees? And the tree said to the vine, You come and reign over us. But the vine said to them, Shall I leave my wine that cheers God and men and go hold sway over the trees? Then all the trees said to the bramble, You come and reign over us. And the bramble said to the trees, If in good faith you are anointing me king over you, then come and take refuge in my shade. But if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Now, therefore, if you have acted in good faith and integrity when you made Abimelech king, and if you have dealt well with Yerubbaal and his house and have done to him as his deeds deserved, for my father fought for you and risked his life and delivered you from the hand of Midian, and you have risen up against my father's house this day and have killed his sons, 70 men on one stone, and have made Abimelech the son of his female servant, king over the leaders of Shechem because he is your relative. If you have acted in good faith and integrity with Yerubbaal and with this house this day, then rejoice in Abimelech and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out from Abimelech and devour the leaders of Shechem and Beth Milo. And let fire come out of the leaders of Shechem and from Beth Milo and devour Abimelech. And Yotham ran away and fled and went to Be'er and lived there because of Abimelech, his brother. Abimelech ruled over Israel 
three years. And God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the leaders of Shechem. And the leaders of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech, that the violence done to the 70 sons of Yerubbaal might come, and their blood be laid on Abimelech, their brother, who killed them, and on the men of Shechem, who strengthened his hands to kill his brothers. And the leaders of Shechem put men in ambush against him on the mountaintops, and they robbed all who passed by them along that way. And it was told to Abimelech, and Gaal, the son of Abed, moved into Shechem with his relatives, and the leaders of Shechem put confidence in him. And they went out into the field and gathered the grapes from their vineyards and trod them and held a festival. And they went into the house of their god and ate and drank and reviled Abimelech. And Gaal, the son of Abed, said, Who is Abimelech? And who are we of Shechem that we should serve him? Is he not the son of Yerubbaal, and is Zebul not his officer? Serve the men of Hamor, the father of Shechem, but why should we serve him? Would that this people were under my hand, then I would remove Abimelech. I would say to Abimelech, increase your army and come out. When Zebul, the ruler of the city, heard the words of Gaal, the son of Ebed, his anger was kindled, and he sent messengers to Abimelech secretly, saying, Behold, Gaal, the son of Ebed, and his relatives have come to Shechem, and they are stirring up the city against you. Now therefore, go by night, you and the people who are with you, and set an ambush in the field. Then in the morning, as soon as the sun is up, rise early and rush upon the city. And when he and the people who are with him come out against you, you may do to them as your hand finds to do. So Abimelech and all the men who were with him rose up by night and set an ambush against Shechem in four companies. And Gaal the son of Ebed went out and stood in the entrance of the gate of the city. And Abimelech and the people who were with him rose from the ambush. And when Gaal saw the people, he said to Zebul, Look, people are coming down from the mountaintops. And Zebul said to him, You mistake the shadow of the mountains for men. Gaal spoke again and said, Look, people are coming down from the center of the land, and one company is coming from the direction of the diviner's oak. Then Zebul said to him, Where is your mouth now, you who said, Who is Abimelech that we should serve him? Are not these the people whom you despised? Go out now and fight with them. And Gaal went out at the head of the leaders of Shechem and fought with Abimelech. And Abimelech chased him, and he fled before him, and many fell wounded up to the entrance of the gate. And Abimelech lived at Erumah, and Zebul drove out Gaal and his relatives so that they could not dwell at Shechem. On the following day, the people went out into the field, and Abimelech was told. He took his people and divided them into three companies and set an ambush in the fields. And he looked and saw the people coming out of the city. So he rose against them and killed them. Abimelech and the company that was with him rushed forward and stood at the entrance of the gate of the city, while the two companies rushed upon all who were in the field and killed them. And Abimelech fought against the city all that day. He captured the city and killed the people who were in it, and he razed the city and sowed it with salt. When all the leaders of the Tower of Shechem heard of it, they entered the stronghold of the house of El-Berith. Abimelech was told that all the leaders of the Tower of Shechem were gathered together. And Abimelech went up to Mount Salmon, he and all the people who were with him. And Abimelech took an axe in his hand and cut down a bundle of brushwood and took it up and laid it on his shoulder. And he said to the men who were with him, 
what you have seen me do, hurry and do as I have done. So every one of the people cut down his bundle and following Abimelech, put it against the stronghold and they set the stronghold on fire over them so that all the people of the tower of Shechem also died, about 1,000 men and women. Then Abimelech went to Tabates and encamped against Tabates and captured it. But there was a strong tower within the city and all the men and all the leaders and excuse me, all the men and women and all the leaders of the city fled to it and shut themselves in and they went up to the roof of the tower. And Abimelech came to the tower and fought against it and drew near to the door of the tower to burn it with fire. And a certain woman threw an upper millstone on Abimelech's head and crushed his skull. Then he called quickly to the young man, his armor bearer, and said to him, draw your sword and kill me, lest they say of me, a woman killed him. And his young man thrust him through and he died. And when the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, everyone departed to his home. Thus God returned the evil of Abimelech, which he committed against his father in killing his 70 brothers. And God also made all the evil of the men of Shechem return on their heads. And upon them came the curse of Yotham, the son of Yerubbabel. Well, I've said it before many times and I'll keep saying it. If you think the word of the Lord is boring, you are not grasping these passages. Um, this is high drama um, and and serious historical recordings of, of what happened in these times. And we see um, how sin has such dramatic and lasting consequences. The sin of this one man, Abimelech, wanting to raise himself up and all the people that he ensnared into that sin with him. And the thousands, it says in that one event, you know, he killed the 70, they killed a thousand in the tower and then others died as well. I mean, all of this because this man wanted to raise himself up outside of the will of God. So, so many verses today, so much to process, but I just want to leave us with these two thoughts. Though wickedness will and may prosper temporarily, it will not continue indefinitely. The Lord will repay. Vengeance is his. Retribution and justice are his. And his will will prevail. And so even though it might have seemed, if you caught at the very beginning of the story, it said that once Abimelech was appointed king, he served for three years before all of this happened. If you were Yotham, if you were the people who knew that this was not right, that three years could have felt like an eternity. It could have felt like an extremely long time where it may have seemed as though God was not at work, God was not listening, God was not caring, and nothing could have been farther from the truth. He is sovereign he, he did warn Abimelech and the others through Yotham's prophecy, through his parable about the trees. And his prophecy, that warning was fulfilled. God is gracious to warn. He is gracious to give time for repentance. But he will absolutely, he must, in his glory, in his holiness, in his justice, in his perfectness, he must deal with sin and he will. So the challenge for you and I today is just to consider if there's any warnings the Lord is giving us in our life. You know, the Holy Spirit will convict us. He will give us those red flags, those warnings. Um, it's the kindness of God that desires to lead us to repentance. And so I would just encourage you today. I know this is a big historical 
um, story and, and, and a lot of high drama around these battles, but we can still apply it to us today. If there is somewhere where you are pulling away and, and seeking to set yourself up outside of the will of God, please know it will fail. And it may not be today. It may not be a year from now. It may actually be three years from now. But the devastation that it will leave in its wake is certainly not worth it. And it's not what God desires for you or for me. So let's just consider today that we want to walk in obedience, that we want to avoid um, the downfall and the consequence that comes when we seek to rise um, above where God has desired for us to be. And we seek to take whatever means necessary to mold things into our way. So I pray that where we need to be convicted, that the Lord will convict us and that we'll have the courage to respond in repentance. Please join us back here tomorrow as we continue on in our study of Judges with chapter 10. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.